Of course, I ask you all to gather in, and then I can't get my iPad to work right. And if I can't switch between songs, hang on, honey, I'll get it. Anyway, how's everybody doing this morning? Good. Sound like y'all were really doing well about three minutes or two minutes ago. One thing I'm glad about is God does not seem to always worry about time. We're the ones that worry about time. You ever notice that? Um, let's just begin. Everybody's so quiet and so peaceful already. Let's just begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Lord, that we can just come into your house again this morning, Lord. And I just pray that as we worship you, as we give you words of praise, Lord, I just pray that it would come from our heart. Would it not in any way be something of ourselves, Lord, of anything that we can do in our own strength? But, Lord, it's because of the work that you've done in our heart. It's because of what you've done in our lives that we can truly worship you, we can praise you. And, Lord, I just thank you for the gift of salvation that we have. And, Lord, I just pray that we would understand what that truly means, what it truly is to have the promise of eternity with you. And, Lord, I just pray that our joy and our, our sacrifice of praise would be because of all that you are doing and have done and just because of who you are. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, you all can stand. I always forget to tell you guys such things. Even you, Lukey. Yeah, good. <laughs> hey, Lukey, if I see you sit down, can I tell you to stand back up? <laughs> all right. Bigger than all my problems. Bigger than any mountain. We got a tongue twister going on already this morning. Bigger than all my problems, bigger than all my fears, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than all my questions, bigger than anything, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than all the shadows that fall across my path, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than all confusion, bigger than anything, God is bigger than mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than all my problems, bigger than all my fears, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than all my questions, bigger than anything, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than all the giants of fear and unbelief, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than all my hang-ups, bigger than anything, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. And then all my problems, bigger than all my fears, God is bigger than Bigger than anything, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. 
God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see.
may be seated if you'd like.
from the grave Death has failed to be found equal To the life of him who saves In the valley of our darkness Dawn his everlasting life same love beyond all measure marked and slain by hateful men lives and reigns in resurrection and can never die Alexa, you're not. You just, yeah. You didn't sleep at all. Why? Because your dad was too noisy. Traffic lights. You're on the interstate. I know. She was on. Huh? I didn't understand it. What do you say? Oh, okay. Well, we need to like we need to like find more children or something. Our tri- crowd keeps getting smaller. And bring Lukey up. Everybody always likes Lukey up here. All right, you guys got a song you can sing loud?
Oh, bring Phil up. So Phil's so used to being up here, it's not even, you know, it's no big deal. So you guys got a song you want to sing? Which one? Which What's your favorite song? What's your favorite song? Which one? Jesus, do you like Jesus Loves Me? Do you sing that one? Okay. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Um, you think he's going to help sing that much? You might have to do it by yourself today. Um, how about I got all the joy, joy, joy? You guys know that one? Oh no. Both. You got. You guys got to wait. You guys, you're you're way ahead of me here. You see, you got to wait for me to like ask you if you want to do that. You guys are like, that's the first thing you say is you got to right away get them up. I got the joy, joy, joy. You know that one? Okay. Which one do you want to do? You want to ask first or answer first? I mean, you got one, two, three, four, five, six of you just out yell this crowd. You think you can do it? Or should we have one side help you and the other side do the other? You want one side to help you? Okay, so we'll have this side help you, and that side has to do it by themselves? Okay. Okay. You want that side to help you. You think they're going to outdo this side? I'd show them up, people. All right, here we go. This side's going to help the kids. And if you guys don't out yell them, then I'm going to really be sad because I think they picked the wrong side. All right. You guys. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart to stay. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. I've got the wonderful love of my blessed Redeemer way down in the depths of my heart. Where? Down in the depths of my heart. Where? Down in the depths of my heart. I've got the wonderful love of my blessed Redeemer way down in the depths of my heart. Where? Down in the depths of my heart to stay. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart, and I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart.
Okay, you guys can sit down here. Okay, um, quick question. How many of you think you are valuable? You think you're valuable? How valuable? You don't know? How valuable would you be to your mom and dad? Very valuable? I would say priceless. Which means you cannot put a price on it. Basically, you give them like all the money in the world, and that still would not be enough to match your value to them. So, um, let's see here. I got a quick demonstration real quick. So, I have a, I have a bill right here. How, mu how much is this worth? One. It's worth one dollar? What, what, what could you buy with this? Another Hot Wheel? About, so something worth about a dollar, right? So. There you go. You could do that too. Yeah, that's one way to do it. So, real quick, what if I t what if I take this bill and I fold it in half? How much is it still worth? It's worth a dollar. You don't think it'd be worth about uh, eighty-two cents or so? Okay. Well, what if I just say, what if I took that bill and I folded it in half again? How much is it still worth? Why is it still worth a dollar? I just folded it. Take it, and I step on it, and I stomp on it like that. How much does that still worth? What? It's still worth a dollar, even though I stepped on it, stomped on it, and everything. I crumpled it up. All right, what if I take it and I throw it in the trash, and then it gets all dirty and muddy and everything? How much is it still worth? It's still worth a dollar. Why? Why is it? Why is that? It'll be all gone. Well, what if I what if I what if I unfolded it? I smoothed it out. And then I took it and I did I tore it a little bit. How much would it still be worth? It still be worth a dollar? What if I tore it in half? Completely in half. How much zero. would it be worth? Why would it be worth zero? Because it's done. Well, what if I took it and I taped it back up? How much would it be worth? It'd still be worth a dollar. Why is that? It's still it still has that on there. It says it's worth one dollar. That that's how it is with all of us and everything, and with God. No matter no matter how, mu how much you get folded up, twisted up, beat up, get your name dragged through the mud and all that, how, no matter how much the world tries and to take you down, God, he'll pick you up off the ground, he'll unfold you, he'll smooth you back out, and he'll say, try again. No matter what you do, God, God will always be there with you. He, he said... I will be with you to the end of the ages. He didn't promise that it would be easy, but he said, I promise you it will be worth it in the end, no matter what happens. All right? All right, you can go back. Good morning to each of you. Welcome.
Good to see everyone that is here. Maybe a little bit smaller, but uh, good to see everyone that was able to come. And uh, yeah, good to have John back and those who have been traveling uh, and be back here safely. Um, not a whole lot of, of announcements here. Um, yeah, I guess kind of backing up. Personally, I've been very, very blessed with the uh, praise in the worship service this morning. And Patrick, what you shared, it just goes <clears throat> very well with what with the uh, songs and all that we've had this morning. Um, we got Brother Ali sharing the word. And so, um, yeah, if you are new to the facility, the restroom, they're just down the hallway. Um, feel free to join for us for lunch today. I'm happy to have you here. And I guess it's upcoming Thursday, it looks like. Finally have the ladies and the daughters tea party uh, at Sarah, I'm sorry, at Katie's house. So I'll get with her, I guess, on that. Just a reminder, the Saturday morning prayer at 7 a.m. And anyone is uh, welcome to come. So I guess at this time, um, why don't we just bow our head for oh, prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love and for your goodness to us. Lord, we just thank you for your son Jesus. Uh, he shed his blood on the cross for our sins. No matter how much we've been drugged through mud or backslapped or anything, Lord, we always, in your eyes, we're always worth a whole that one dollar. Lord, I just thank you for your blessing. I just pray for Brother Lee. Lord, just be with him as he opens your word. Give him, uh, uh, just have your spirit be upon him. Give him words to speak. Lord, just give us open hearts and, and ears to hear and apply it to our lives. Lord, bless us and we uh, lift up this service to your name. Amen. Good morning. You guys hear me well? Do you hear like a Mexican accent or is it me? Uh, I hear it too. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Always forget. You know what? I, I got my... I'm actually U.S. citizenship. I'm a citizen, in case you didn't know that. I got a citizenship a couple months ago, and I thought, maybe once I get a citizenship, my accent is going to change. But it didn't. So, if you're looking to get a citizenship because of the accent, don't do it. Okay? It doesn't work. I already proved it. We, man, this Friday, we, was it Friday? We went to a concert, was it Friday? We went to a concert on Friday. I'm going to be honest with you. In my background, concert sounds like, I'm not sure if that's from God. That's kind of a, you know, smoke here and there and maybe, I don't know, lights going and flashing everywhere and that kind of stuff. So I was a little bit like, ah, I'm not sure, but okay, I'll go. Let's see how it goes. Um... The first two bands that play, I, I don't know them, and I guess it's not my style. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But when the, the main, thank you, when the main um, band played, bro, that was a blessing. That was a huge blessing. The singer, so he came first and then say hi. Sorry, I need to tell you this. He say hi, and then they play, they, they play the first song, and then he said a couple things. And he said something that impacted me a lot. To the point that I was like, man, you know what? I want to accept Jesus again with you, bro. He said that it's okay, it's okay to be 
sad sometimes, or he's like, to not be okay. But he wasn't saying like, yeah, you can remain in that stage, you know, and that's like not being okay. He's saying, it happens to us. Now, what do you do with it? You come to Jesus, because he's the only one that can take you out of that, you know, how do you say that stage or, or, or status of not being okay. And then they play a couple of songs, and then a lady came again and said a couple of things. And I went and said, Jesus again. And I'm like, man, I'm going to be a double Jesus after this concert. Double Christian, I mean. So anyways, it was, it was such a blessing for me. Uh, it, it changed my perspective a little bit, I guess, you know, on concerts. I guess there are some concerts that might be a little bit off to my taste. But this one was a blessing. Um, anyways, just, it, it was beautiful. It was a great time. So... Do you guys pray? If you don't pray, I think it's a good idea to start praying. I'll tell you why later. Now, if you have prayed, does God or has God answered one of your prayers? Is it usually really fast, like really quick? You, are, you pray for something, if you're praying, asking something, and he answers back right away? Or what do you pray for? What kind of prayer do you do? Is it like, God, thank you for everything, or God, I need this, give me this, or God, I bless you, I love you, or, uh, well, I, I'm just, you know, putting some questions over there so you can start thinking about it. How do you pray? Do you pray for yourself? Do you pray for you a lot, or do you pray for people, or do you pray for things? I pray for a lot of stuff, uh, and some of them, I'm like, why, why, what is this? I'm not even sure this is a good thing to pray for this or not. But, hey, he's my dad, you know, and, like, my son sometimes come and ask me for things, and I'm like, I, no. Why do you want this thing, whatever it is? I don't know. A gun, maybe. I don't even know why we could ask him for a gun. Maybe because we're in Colorado. He, wanna go, he wants to go hunting. Um, you know, but prayer is not only about asking for things, Right? You know you can relate to your father in heaven and just and just praise him and just express yourself. That's why that's why it's okay to be sad. Hey, don't go wrong. Don't go off when I say it's okay to be sad. When I'm saying it's like if you're sad, you can express it. Like like I need to tell you something this morning. This morning, ah, this morning I woke up and I'm like, why am I going to preach today? I don't even have the skill to do it. Sometimes I feel insecure about my English. And then, and then you know what we do, right? We start comparing with other people. And I'm like, I mean, I know this preacher. He's amazing. And then you start comparing yourself with other people and I'm like, and all these things brought a weird feeling to me. This, and I'm in front of you right now expressing it to you. And I, felt, I started to feel so guilty. Like, goodness, I'm going to preach today. I'm going to share today with you guys. And I'm feeling like I shouldn't be here. Because I'm unworthy of it. Of even being able to be here and talk about Jesus in front of you. is like, no, that should not be me. So I express that to the Lord. And it's this morning, just this morning, 
So would you think, would you consider that it would be a good idea for God to answer that prayer right now or, or next month maybe? We'll, we'll see. So there are a lot of different kind of prayers, right? And some of them we receive a yes as an answer, and some of them we receive a no. Now, sometimes, or many of the times, we start praying for something, and, you know, praying, communicating with God. We start praying for something, and of course we want a yes, or we want a no, depending on what, we, what it is, I don't know, but if we get the other answer that we don't want, how do you, how do you respond to that? I can, I can give you an example with my son, you know, he... he he likes candy. Who likes candy? I, I love candy too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just be careful with candy. So he likes candy, okay? So, and, and he, from time to time he will ask for a candy. And sometimes I say yes and sometimes I say no. Why do I say yes? Because I know I like, I, candy is fun. Just the taste, you know, and, and be, I don't know, chewing something or whatever. But sometimes I say no because too much candy can be dangerous. Maybe you kids don't understand that part, but... And some of the adults don't either. But you guys, if you eat a lot of candy, it can be dangerous, okay? So sometimes I do say yes, and sometimes I do not say yes, right? Because my, in this case, my level of understanding or my experience, at least with candy, is way, high, is way higher than his. So I'm trying to protect him or to teach him how to deal or how to enjoy candy right? Now, if he asked me, can I have 500, pound, 500 pounds of candy? I would be like, are you trying to start a store or like candy shop or something like that? Or, or what is this? And he's like, no, it's all for me. I'm going to eat it all. I mean, you weigh like 40 pounds maybe and you want 500 pounds. I, I hope you're thinking, tell him no, Eli. Please tell him no, man. Like, it's going to go crazy. Of course, I'm going to say no, right? His body is not prepared for metabolize such an amount of sugar. And plus, that might be expensive for me too. So, you know what I'm saying? That different factors that I, as his dad, need to consider. And I, I try to do the best answer to him. Okay? So, the fact that he's asking for candy is not wrong, I, I guess. Right? I mean, it, it's fine to, to get a candy. But if he has for 500 pounds of candy, that is wrong, right? So I'm going to read a couple parts of, you know, different sections of the, in the Bible. So if you want to go to James, I just want to read this part right here. Um, funny thing, uh, in Spanish, the book of James is not called James. It's called Santiago. I don't know why. Maybe the translator got a little bit crazy, excited, and he changed the name to Santiago instead of James. And I can never find James. And I was trying to find him a Spanish Bible, and I'm like, oh, no, this Bible doesn't have Santiago. <laughs> it is James. So in the book of James, chapter 4, this might sound familiar to you. Let's go to verse 3. James 4, 3, it says, you ask, hold on, let me go back. Mm. Okay, let's go one 
how do you say that, one phrase back, so the end of, of the second verse, it says, you do not have because you do not ask. Duh. Smart. Right? That's the reason why you guys don't have it. It's because you don't ask for it. Now, the thing is that you ask and do not receive. Great. So first, I wasn't asking, and now that I'm asking, I'm not receiving. So how does that make a difference? So you do not receive because you ask wrongly. Huh, there is a way to ask then. Because you ask to spend in your own passions. I'm going to just leave it like that because that's the main point that I want to talk about. Right? So, how can we ask wrongly? Like I just told you, maybe if Denzel came and asked me for 500 pounds of candy, I'm like, bro, I can give you wine candy. You know, maybe once a day, and that can be a little bit too much. But 500 pounds, there is no way I'm going to give you that. Not, not, I don't think there is a father that I hold that is not a dad or a mom in, on earth that would give their children a 500 pounds of candy. I don't know. Ho hopefully not. I don't know. But um, you ask wrongly because you're asking for your own desires. I don't know if this sounds familiar to you. Okay? I don't know if that sounds familiar to you, but maybe... Maybe if, you, if, you, if your prayer has been just like asking for the wrong thing and just asking for the wrong thing. And right now I'm talking about just asking, okay? If you keep asking for the wrong thing and God is going to keep saying no. No. No, because that is not what you need. Maybe that's what you want, but I want to give you what you need. So let's go to Mark. Let's go to Mark, the book of Mark 11, chapter 11. Verse 24. It says, "Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone, so that your Father also is in heaven, may forgive your trespasses. Well, that's a different point. Sorry. Let me go back to the 24. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. That is very interesting. Right? Now, guys, remember that we, the more we get to know the Lord, or the more we get to relate with Him, and to spend time in His Word, and, 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 and just, you know, his presence, you know what I'm saying, just that relationship with God, the more you get to know somebody, the more you get to understand when they say something, right? So in this case, and I say this because it's easy to understand or to, out of this little passage to say, so whatever I ask, God is going to give it to me if I, if I believe that. You know what, I was doing some, um, I want to say research about this subject, so I just started, went on a website that you can watch videos you know the name of it but i'm not gonna say it <laughs> so and i'm i'm okay what kind of prayers what people pray that kind of stuff and i found this guy saying that you just declare it with your mouth and it's all yours and that's why you can ask for a bigger house and ask for for a better car and it's like i mean uh, okay I, I i see where you're going but but why 
I mean, why would I want something like that? So you can bless someone else. Oh, I mean, okay, yeah, I, I see the point, but I, it's too, I'm not sure if I like this idea, right? Because this guy is talking about you say things and they'll come into existence like God did because we have God in ourselves. Well, I mean, you, you know how the line is so fine? You, can you see it too? Am I, I hope I'm explaining it, I mean, that you can understand it. Because then this guy is saying, like, you can just say it, and this money is going to be, I mean, usually it's about money. Why? Why that? Why are people getting into declaring, this car is going to be mine, and I declare it? I remember a couple of years ago, I, I, I was still living in Mexico, you know. Uh, in Mexico, if you don't know, guys, in Mexico, there are two important things. We eat beans and tortillas. Don't laugh. Don't laugh because we do, okay? And we love them. Yeah, exactly. So beans and tortillas and the tortillas come from corn. Well, that's another story. So, and we like football. And by football, you know I mean football. Not that football. That's not football. I'm sorry, okay? But that's the reality. According to my Bible, football is the football, not the football. So, football is so important. Okay, soccer is very important. I think I've told you a couple of times, like, we even kick bottles, empty bottles of water, you know. If you don't have a ball, you go kick that thing and you have fun. I'm telling you, I've done it a couple of times. So, football is so important. Now, so the national team is like, you know, it's God and the angels and all those guys. Well, it's God and then the national team is like in between the angels and God. I mean, it's so important for our nation that our team wins. In case you didn't know, if we lose against the U.S., it's the worst thing that can happen to our country. <laughs> to lose a football, soccer, football match against the U.S. is the worst thing. I'm telling you. So you, you know what to do if, if you know about a game that U.S. won, you can go to a Mexican and it's like, 2-1. Like, <laughs> so painful. It's so painful. Anyways... So, I remember a group of guys that they were starting to get together for prayer, right? And then they said, you know what? The World Cup is coming. Let's start praying for the national team from Mexico. Because, I'm going to tell you a secret that you don't know, but Mexico, the national team, soccer national team of Mexico, has never made it to the quarterfinals. Never in the whole history of soccer in the world, Mexico has never passed. Okay? He always makes it to the, to the first bracket, but they never make it to the next bracket. Oh, my heart. I'm sorry, guys. It's so painful because we love soccer. Okay? We play soccer every day, and our team cannot make it to the next level. Right? And we're always this close every single time. I don't remember a penalty. That wasn't a penalty. But anyways, so... <laughs> It still hurts. That important it is for us. Okay, and these guys are thinking, let's gather together and let's pray about for a national team so they can make it to the car finals. Wrong. You know why? Because the Netherlands, the Dutch Christians might be praying against this team too. So what is God going to do? Okay, who's more holy? The Mexicans or the Dutch? We know it's the Mexicans, of course, but maybe he's like, <laughs> maybe he's more graceful with the Dutch. I don't know. Okay. That is the wrong prayer. 
sorry to all my Mexican fellows, but that's the reality. I mean, of course they didn't make it, so I almost wanted to ask you, did you guys pray with enough faith? Did you believe when you were praying? Because we really wanted to pass to the next bracket. You following me? Please don't laugh at the Mexican team, okay? Because it's, it's close to our heart. So, that is wrong. That is a wrong prayer. I mean, yeah, it, it's a desire of your heart to see your, your team, your, your, the national team, to go to the next level. But come on. There are more important things than Mexico make it to the next bracket. Although I hope they do one day. Um, I will enjoy it, by the way. But we'll, we'll see. So, Matthew 7, Matthew 7, 7 says, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. Or which, or which one of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? Man, what kind of father is this? If you then, who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask Him? He, he's telling us, yes, you guys come and ask. You come and ask for things. Yeah, you can. Don't pray for your national team. Pray for the Mexican national team. I mean, no, no. Don't pray for the national team. Just let them train and do their best and enjoy the game. If we go to John 14, John 14, um, 14. Truly, truly, I say to you, where, sorry, that's 12. What am I saying here? 14, 14. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. I mean, I, I'm just trying to support my point here, okay? I mean, if you ask for things, God will give it to you. But many people have taken this just a tiny bit off the way, and by doing a tiny bit off, you're not in Jesus anymore. You're way off if you're not in line with God. With what he's telling you because he's telling you yeah you can ask for things do it when you pray just you can ask for whatever you want have you ever asked for something that you don't need we all have big time being praying god can you give me like five inches more so i can play basketball again but he's <laughs> i i I try to believe, but it's hard to believe. Right? So, <laughs> I want to share with you something that, um, that I prayed, that I've been praying for. Mm. But before that, I want to I, I want to read First uh, John. Let's go to First John. Do you, do you guys believe what the Bible says? The Bible is the word of God. Okay. 
And this is one way of how God speaks to us. So 1 John 5, chapter 5, verse... Verse 14 and 15. It says, and this is the confidence that, he, that we have toward Him. Speaking about Jesus, speaking about God. That if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Boom. That's a great point. And if we know that He hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of Him. This is just to confirm that He indeed hears us and he will give you the answer but we need to make sure that we read this part correctly if we ask anything according to his will his will that's the key that is the key if we ask according to his will let's go back to john really quick john 15 john 15 sorry guys i'm bringing you here and there but i just just want to make sure that we are getting Getting it out of his word. John 15. 15, 7. John 15, 7. It says, If you abide in me, and my words about, abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. Goodness, this is, this is so great. I mean, he keeps telling us, guys, yes. Yes, I, I'm going to give it to you. If you ask accordingly to my will. If you abide in me. Now, if you think that God, God is like a store, like a, he's a businessman, that you're like, hey, God, you know what? I'm a Christian now. Would you mind giving me this? And then if you receive that, it's like, okay, bye. I mean, maybe he, he will do it. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't understand perfectly what, the way he thinks. But that's like, come on. God, can, God wants your heart. I mean, that's what he wants. He wants to change your, your mind, your life, transform who you are. So I'm telling you this because I had this prayer, right? And like I told you, some, sometimes it takes time for God to answer the prayer, regardless if the answer is say it is yes or not, right? In case you haven't received the answer yet. But think about this. There are depending i guess on what he sees if you're ready for the answer or not he will he will answer to you just remember the answer can be no too doesn't mean that he doesn't love you the answer can be yes okay so i think th that reminds me when when our daughter was born i think i told you this story guys i could tell that my wife was scared because so let me tell you a little bit of background a week before the doctor told us that the baby was like bridge is that no whatever like sideways you know like not in the right position i don't even know what bridge is but it sounded like pregnancy thing so sideways okay so it cannot come out like that so labor started and i'm still trying to wake up because it was like 3 a.m but when i saw my wife's face i could tell she was scared and that scared me too and I'm supposed to be like, calm down, right? But I was scared, honestly. So I prayed. I was scared and I prayed, God, I, I need you to do something right now. And I need the answer right now. I mean, don't wait nine months more because it's going to be like this, but in nine months, right? 
I need the answer right now. Do something. And I believe God did something because she just came out the right way. How, how can you explain that? I needed the answer right there. And he knew that. And I say that because that's, you know, it's different kind of, if I can call it like that, a need of a prayer or the answer for your prayer. So I went to, um, to Mexico a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if you guys remember that. I went over there. This time I went by myself. So I'm in, you know, in, the, in the airplane. And I'm working on my laptop. Uh, and I've been dreaming or hoping, asking the Lord, because I would like to start a business, my own business. Everybody has a business except me. I want a business too. <laughs> so I've been thinking about this business, you know, and, I'm, and, and, and putting, you know, some thoughts into the business and some ideas and blah, blah, blah. Sorry, in English is yada, yada. We say blah, blah, blah in, in Spanish. <laughs> so, and... Right in the airplane, when I'm working in this business idea and writing a couple of things and stuff, this thought came to my mind. I thought, am I spending too much time or too much of who I am, too much of my life, too much in my heart into this idea? Because I don't want that in me. I don't want that in my heart. So I, in the airplane, I pray to God, God, Am I spending too much time in this? Can you, can you show me, please? I mean, I, I want my heart to be in the right place with you. I want my heart to be just like focused on you and whatever else. Yeah, to be like complementing my life. But I want the main reason, the main, oh, the core of my heart to be you. Am I, am I asking for something or am I spending by the way there is not nothing wrong to us to ask the Lord about your business or to bless your business keep doing it that's that's totally fine I'm talking in my case I sense like this idea was still in my main ah, core of my life does that make sense does that make sense yeah okay so I pray this and it wasn't like a prayer you know I mean in the airplane, you cannot pray like, Lord, please tell, tell God, I'm praying right now, guys, okay? And maybe uh, there's some turbulence over there. Not like that. I'm just like sitting by myself thinking, God, is, is there something? Can you, can you show me? Go to Mexico. Um, then my friend came to pick me up at the airport. Went to his house, you know, having a great time. That night, sorry. The next day, so in the morning, I woke up thinking of this word. I don't even remember the, where in the Bible is. Uh, I don't remember thinking this word. It was in Spanish, by the way, because I was in Spanish mode, okay, in Mexico. And the, and the word is, uh, Bastate mi gracia, which means, my grace is sufficient. Right? So I'm like, my grace is sufficient. What, what is that? I mean, what? Is this just me or God? So I just... You know, I thought about it almost the whole day. That night, that, that evening, the preacher preached about that. My grace is sufficient. And I was like, ah, that's what I thought in the morning. That's funny. That night, later, the same day, I was having a conversation with a brother from Arkansas that I just met right, right there. And, and he used the same word. 
So now I'm like, okay, that's three in a row. That is very interesting. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, I mean, okay, that was it. The next day in the morning, so in less than 24 hours, the next day in the morning, I was having breakfast with a couple guys over there. And one of them, one of the pastors, <clears throat> he was saying that, I've been writing down, like, you know, things that I've received from the Lord. And it's blessing me just to, just to have it over there. Sometimes I go see it and read it, and it's like, oh, yes, I remember this word. Right? Of course, I mean, you know, parts of the Bible or just some thoughts that he's been thinking about. And him, he told me, do you want to read them? I was like, sure. I mean, how am I going to say no to that? Uh, yeah, I, I want to read your writings uh, about whatever. So I started to read, right? And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, blah, 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 blah. At the very end, I found this part. I was like, whoa. I want to read it to you. Okay, I have it here in an email. I want to read it to you because just in case this is an answer to your prayer i don't know we'll see this is what 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 he wrote down remember my prayer 24 hours before god am i spending too much time into this it's my heart deviating from following you this is the word that he wrote down do not seek your own prosperity and comfort anymore but seek my face, says the Lord. Then you shall see my glory manifest upon your lives and upon the nation. You shall lack no necessary thing, even in difficult times. You shall be safe in the midst of violence and danger. Do not fear, says the Lord, but look unto me, for I am your source. I don't know about you, but that thing is like an arrow straight to my heart and I try to be careful with this that if you pray for something and of course I hope you're waiting the answer right but if you pray for something and if you're expecting like a nine five angel feet angel you know stand in front of you and tell you the answer or something like that uh, it's gonna take a long time if it happens Kind of doubted, but I don't know. God can do whatever He wants. But what I'm saying is, like, just if you're praying for something, then wait for the answer. And when I received this word, I was honestly shaking. I'm like, wow. Because this just brings me back from when I was in my mind, in my heart, and put me back to the place that He wants me to be. The place in which I seek His face, and that is the main and first goal in my life. Seek my face, says the Lord. And the beautiful part is, it says, you're not going to lack anything. Isn't it awesome that you receive an answer like that? Hey, in case you're asking for, for an answer, that kind of prayer, I think that's worries for all of us. So, How then? What? Let me go back to the example of, of my son and me. If he asked for 500 pounds of candy, I don't know why I got the 500 number. I don't know, but a lot of candy. I'm gonna say no, of course. I'm gonna say no, okay? Yeah, you're looking at me like. Yeah. But if he asked me, 
And if I could, if I had the power to do this, if he asked me, could you share all the knowledge and experience and wisdom that you've gotten from these 36 years of living on this earth? Can you put that in my mind so as I grow? He's four right now. But as I grow, I have your mind. <coughs> Guys, if I could do it, oh my goodness. I would open his brain and put everything inside in his heart. All the experience. You know what? Don't do this when you see this. When people say this, don't, don't get like that. When somebody's offering you this kind of stuff and they say it's going to be fun, don't believe him. The thing is going to kill you. Everything. If I could, I would do it. I can't. Did you know that God can? Did you know that if you ask God, God, can you show me? Can you give me your wisdom? Can you give me your understanding? He's going to be like, <laughs> that is exactly... That is exactly what I want you to ask. And guess what? He's going to give it to you. You know God, what God's, God's will is in 1 Timothy 2, 4? He wants all people to be saved. He wants all people to stop walking towards hell and just start walking towards Him, towards heaven. That's what he wants. John 3.16, remember that book, that, that verse? If you believe, he, he sent his son, if you believe in him. That's what he wants. Let's go to Romans 12. Let's go to Romans 12. Oh no, my, book, my Bible doesn't have Romans either. Oh, here, Romans. Romans 12. It says at the very beginning, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. That is very interesting. I like that. Your spiritual worship, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. Verse 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Oh my goodness, this is beautiful. The renewal and the transformation of your mind. I don't know if you've noticed, but I, I feel like I say that a lot. And the reason why I say that is because I was a great Christian by the book. But my mind was not being transformed. And I always pray like that. God, transform my mind. Just transform my mind. Just change my heart. Don't allow my flesh to, you know, gain land in, my, in myself, in my heart. I want to be transformed. That's why he wants to transform our minds to be more like him. 100% he's going to answer yes. If you ask for a million tons of candy, that's a weird example, but he's going to say no, hopefully. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean that you're not going to ask for things that you need. Go ahead. You need a car. Hey, pray for a car. You don't have a house. Pray for a house. You don't have a job. Pray for a job. 
Yeah, go ahead. But guys, but if you, my invitation to you today is to add this prayer to your list of prayers, if we can say that. Pray that He may transform your mind, your heart. That way you will be able to see like He sees. Right? When you see wrong things, it's like, ah, love, love this person. Be patient. Yeah, there are some points you may need to, to hey, stop here. He will give you the wisdom. Not only like, ah, I think we should do this. What, what does God think? Did you know that the Bible says, pray without ceasing? Just, hey, keep praying. Just keep praying. My advice today again is just add this prayer to your prayers. Ask for the transformation of your mind. And He will give it to you. Remember that I told you when I started that I was feeling all like, I don't even, honestly, I don't even know what I'm doing here. Why am I sharing here with you guys? I, I feel like, I, I just feel like I can't. I'm, I'm just being honest with you, honestly. I'm like, before, the, before church started, one of my best friends called me. He told me, hey, I heard that you're going to share today. And I was like, yeah. And he told me, I just want you to know that if you're there, it's because God has you there. And you feeling that you don't have the skill to do it, you're right. You don't have it. So let him do it. He's going to do it for you. If you feel like you did not prepare well today, yes, you didn't. That's why he's going to do it for you. If you feel like you're unworthy to be in front of these people sharing about his word, <laughs> you're right. That's why he's going to do it for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was my prayer. And I needed the answer right there. And it's true. So I really hope that what you heard today and what you're receiving today is from him. Because if you try to see me, you're going to find a bunch of stuff. But I guess that's good. That is him. Thanks, brother, for that word. It's very encouraging for me. Uh, yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to expound on them, but I just want to thank you for allowing God to use you and uh, share. Um, any announcement? I don't know. If any, anything to share? Anything? So, anyway, uh, if not, why don't we all rise and we'll have the blessing on the noon meal and the uh, benediction. Joe, you want to close this in prayer?
Lord, I thank you that you look upon our hearts and you understand what we're made of. And like a father pities his children, so the Lord pities them that fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we're but dust. You know, Lord, our thoughts are far off. You created us in your heart long before we were born. You numbered our days. And you purposed for us to be here this moment today. To hear this word. To encourage us to come to you in faith and in trust as a child to his father. And then to surrender our will to you and love you more. Even when we don't understand. So thank you Lord for understanding and being okay with us not understanding. And then sharing your Holy Spirit with us. Pouring it into our hearts with grace and truth that gives us peace. Father, I pray that you would bless this word to each one of our hearts and comfort us and encourage us, but also, Lord Jesus, let it be a guiding word in each of our prayers as we walk with you, listen to you, and share with you. Thank you for this food that is prepared for us. I pray that you would continue to walk among us as we fellowship together. Thank you for each person here. Thank you for the opportunity to fellowship one with another today and glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen.